queremos. The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. A little level, a little level. Here's a little level. Here's a little carpenter square. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and the golden lasso of truth, baby. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. <laughs> and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, guru Don D'Onofrio is here with his thoughts on the major announcements this week at Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference. Worldwide. But first, uh, some non-Apple news. Non-Apple news. Was there any it's, non-Apple well, it's news? mostly non-Apple. That There were some significant things, most of them in the uh, political and governmental sector. Really? Really? Uh, we have, there's sectors. Wait, hold on a second. Yes. Can I do something? What, what do you want to do? I want to do a hopefully helpful hint. You have a hopefully Just helpful a hint? Just a mini helpful hint. How to avoid getting hit by a nun? <laughs> I never mastered that trick. Never mastered that. <laughs> they got me that. every time. They got me every time. They were quick. Mm-hmm. No, I had a situation this weekend with Twitter. Twitter? With Twitter. What happened to the Twitter? Did you break your Twitter? No, all of a sudden it started posting like sponsored tweets under my name Ooh. for like apps that I haven't used in Ages. And I take it you did not get checks or endorsement deals out of this. No, no, nothing. It was like, hey, Pedro's using or Al Kaiser's using blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And, and you said, like, grab the reins, Twitter. Yeah. I was like, you know, because I've been hacked. I yeah. Mean, last time I was hacked, they put on some like, they put some like really nasty porn and stuff yeah. on that. I mean, it wasn't classy porn. If it was classy yeah. porn, you know. Yeah, but it's, it's still, the, the porn thing's kind of a cliche yeah, it's move. definitely At least a cliche move. sign people up for mailing lists for organizations they See, don't support or something. That takes brains. See, that's inventive. No, yes. they, so they started, you know, putting So you were posts. spamming people with Yeah, I was spamming people. It turns out, folks, this is my helpful hint part. Make sure you go into your privacy settings, your privacy and security settings. Your best bet is to do it on a PC or a Mac. Go to your avatar, click that in, check for your settings, go to apps. Oh. Where these are the apps that actually ask, it's a third-party app that says, hey, can we use your Twitter? Yeah, so they're asking to tweet on your behalf. Exactly. I had stuff all the way back to 2011. Oh, wow. That's... Apps that I had, I didn't even remember I had installed. And, and they just suddenly to. like woke up and they just, just began were, to tweet? At least three of them woke up. Ooh. Yeah, that was kind of wonder, creepy. you know, what, what was the impetuous for that? Or yeah, did, Were they responding know. to some kind of call? They from... may have. You know what? I may have actually used the name of one or two of them or some, I don't know what it was. And it triggered creepy. them to rise up and begin to yeah. tweet. I also changed my password. Oh, just in case, just in case, but go in there, get rid of apps that you didn't even know you gave authorization to. You go in there, it's like a, it's like a free for all in there. And who knows if it could be related to the other Twitter privacy changes Absolutely. that we talked about uh, the week before last when we were Very here. Very good point. All right. Very so that is point. your hopefully helpful hint. Yes, indeed. Yes. I feel, I feel special. Yes. You, well, yes. Special. I helped somebody. Yay. Karma. Yes. So uh, sh- should we do some non-Apple news before I think we Don, should do some Don gets here? News. Because uh, Apple did kick off its Worldwide Developers Conference this week. Hey, hey, Guru Don. Yes. It's Guru Don. Yes, sorry, Guru Sensei Don. Sensei Don. Yes. Sensei Don. yes um, uh, and this is, his, this is one of his weeks, you know. Yes, it is. WWDC He's and a busy the man. announcements, yeah. He's a busy man. And they had a whole slew of them. Uh, but we'll discuss them later in the show yes. uh, with Don. So people who are not enraptured with Apple or, or who don't care or, you know, just want to move on. Just want to uh, move on, right. Yeah, you know, but those who are interested to see, because there were some things uh, this week that, oh, okay, the company's gone doing this. It's, mm-hmm. This isn't the same old, same old. So. A lot of interesting stuff, I got to admit. Yeah, so, so we will get to that later. Okay. But uh, on to the, the other non-Apple news. 
With even Vladimir Putin now saying that the patriotic Russian hackers may have banned Jack's last year's U.S. presidential election, uh, even after all, you know, all that investigative heat's been getting turned up. Uh, they were patriots. Yes, they were patriots. They were doing it for their country. The investigative site The Intercept has a new report out claiming that Russian military intelligence launched a cyber attack with at least one U.S. voting software vendor and targeted more than 100 local election officials with a spear phishing campaign mere days before November's presidential election. This information comes from a classified intelligence report obtained by The Intercept, which was dated May 5th, 2017, the most detailed U.S. government account of Russian interference in the election that surfaced so far. But the person who leaked that report to the media has now been identified as 25-year-old Reality Lee Winner. You that can't is her make name. This, up. You can't this make is this a up. Neil Stevenson oh, hero yes. protagonist and Snow Crash yes. kind of name. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. She was an NSA contractor, uh, a, a mayor last of 25. I believe yeah. she was arrested in Georgia this week, uh, charged under the Espionage Act for Ouch. the leaking by the U.S. Department of Justice. Yeah, was that? So the government is not very happy with her. She, uh, I guess, downloaded or printed this report and sent it to the Intercept, knowing that they are all over uh, the, these sort of leak cases. And so it's just all kinds of busting out here. You know, I think, I mean, I don't want to go too far here, but maybe the Intercept could have done a little more to protect their sources. Yeah. It's, I'm just saying. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I'm not casting aspersions, but from what I've read, yeah, maybe they weren't as thorough about protecting their source as possible. But yeah. that's just me. No yeah. offense, Intercept. No and offense. Uh, if I recall her bio uh, correctly, uh, Miss Winter is a former U.S. Air Force veteran Correct. and had been working in... Uh, intelligence for a while, so probably knew the stakes, but yeah. still. Um, still, they're going to throw the book at her, you know it. Yeah, and, and I think the story is only starting to oh, yeah. uh, get some traction. We haven't put the snow tires on yet, but we're That's still right. going uphill. Yes, we are. Now on to the United Kingdom. After three horrific attacks from terrorists already this year, Prime Minister Theresa May is going after technology companies for, in her mind, not doing enough to stop the spread of extremist content and therefore creating a safe space online for those who want to plan attacks. Is this the backdoor access thing again? It's all mixed in uh, with that. The tech companies pushed back on this notion, however. Facebook and Twitter pointed out their recent efforts to block hate and harassment on their sites. Google said it's been spending hundreds of millions of dollars, or pounds as they call them in England, right. uh, to stop harassment there. And uh, cut down on the violent rhetoric, especially on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, which hosts a lot of videos. Some members of the UK government want extremist material treated the same way as uh, those companies deal with images of child abuse. Like they want it to be that mm-hmm. sort of a red line. Right. Uh, right. Hardware companies are also facing pressure to build back doors into their encryption systems. There we go. Yes, uh, and uh, all of this is pulling in advocates for privacy and free speech into the mix with no clear solutions in sight. I think they should watch documentaries too. I think – that might help. Yes. Does. Apparently one of these guys starred in a documentary. Oh, yes. Yeah, so one of the yes, attackers, yeah. Yes, uh, about being a jihadi. But yeah. I'm, that's just me. May, yeah, maybe you do you know, some background yeah. ephemeral research. But just, just saying. Yeah, just saying. So, just but, throwing it out there. Yeah, and, and all of this and this latest attack uh, in London right. uh, this past weekend was just a few days before the UK general elections, uh, which true. are going on probably as people are listening to this, they probably just ended we were recording before that, but mm-hmm. all of these things, uh, these hacking and violent things always happening a few days before the election. It kind of makes you wonder yeah. people are maybe trying to influence the I results. I believe so. And it's strange that uh, the U.S. president didn't have anything to say about it. I know. He was, was yes, you know, he, Very quiet. He, he's so shy. You know? <laughs> 
He's a New York real estate guy. Yes. There's no shyness there. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. It's biologically impossible. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think it, it was. But, yeah. uh, but uh, moving on, Bloomberg reports that according to a source there, the ride-sharing company Uber has fired more than 20 people after an investigation into about 215 harassment claims. I saw that. 215. 15, wow. yes. I didn't realize that were that many. Yeah, and they those are the ones that just got fired. And then I believe there was a chunk of people who got reprimanded. Some people were sent for counseling. They kind of broke a lot of these cases down. And some of them are still being investigated, too. So. 215. Jeez. Yes, U- Uber has had a bad reputation uh, for that. The firings came on the recommendation of at least one of the two probes into Uber's workplace issues, uh, with the one from former U.S. Attorney General Eric, Eric Holder. Holder right? uh, he's given his own recommendations to a subcommittee of Uber's board of directors, so wow. that one's going on too. Surely more to come there. I believe I'm, I'm there guessing. will be, yes. That's a lot. 215, yeah. wow. Yeah, and I think it's well, it's like a 12,000 person company. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's worldwide, but th- that's a lot of cases. Yeah. So, and an unfortunate uh, uh, workplace behavior there. Oh, yes. Now, recent moves by the Federal Communications Commission to break up net neutrality protections have many companies and public interest groups up in arms. Mm-hmm. And there's a day of protest in the works this summer. Day of protest. You know, gotta, you know, I mean, there's been so many this yeah, year for various things, but I've this lost, is an official... Internet online protests, it's currently scheduled for July the 12th, and participants include Amazon, the American Civil Liberties Union, Creative Commons, the Internet Archive, the National Hispanic Media Coalition, Kickstarter, Etsy, Reddit, Mozilla, Color of Change, Greenpeace, Vimeo, and GitHub, just GitHub. among the many. I think there's like 30 uh, altogether so far. That's a lot. Yes, uh, these organizations are expected to change their websites to call attention to the FCC's plan to shred Title II, the previous administration's legal framework for protecting free speech, innovation, and competition on the Internet. Wow. Uh, I believe in previous uh, protests, sites have gone black. They've they have. done all kinds of things. Uh, yeah. So so this is another mass protest. Don't know what the outcome will be there or if anyone will pay attention. I think I don't know if it will affect government policy. I, I think, think so. it will get the public riled up if they go to Mozilla and want to do something and all of a sudden there's this big political statement there saying we are protesting this and maybe people who hadn't been paying attention to the situation will all of a sudden become more aware. You know what? And if they do get upset and more aware, they should go out and vote. Yes. Just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying a lot of things yeah. this week. Yeah, don't boo vote. <laughs> don't don't boo vote. That's yes. right. And now, more people are wearing wearables these days, uh, but Fitbit has lost the crown in the first quarter of 2017. <gasps> what? Yes, everything. I thought everyone had Fitbits, but apparently not. Uh, Xiaomi, a Chinese company that makes inexpensive fitness trackers, yes, has I, I, taken I'm, the number one spot. Actually, I've seen the name, yeah. Yeah, wow. they, uh, and coming in a close second, Apple, with the Apple Watch. Uh, Fitbit uh, still held on for the bronze medal, though, you know, coming in third. I thought they had a huge lead. They did, but it's been the, well, the everyone's kind of yeah. The market's yeah. been fragmenting, and people have been picking up uh, steam there. Companies shipped a total of twenty four point seven million wearable devices worldwide in the first quarter, and that number uh, compared to last year in twenty sixteen, that's up seventeen point nine percent. Last year, I guess they shipped twenty point nine million. So, do you have a drawer at home where you have like stuff that you don't want to throw away, like probably in your kitchen? Yeah, like like. The little plastic sporks and stuff they sell you. Yeah, those. Like I got you. a U.S. Robotics Palm Pilot in right. there. Right. You know, like stuff phones. you can't bring yourself to throw it away. Yeah. That's where I have all my Fitbits. Really? <laughs> they're all hanging out together. Full, the, I got a whole drawer full of them. Wow. So it's like they're all hanging out at the, yep. the junk drawer bar, <laughs> <laughs> lamenting the fact that they've been cast aside. Yes, exactly. Blinking sadly. At, at least they've got each other. <laughs> yes, they do. 
All right. True. So they can, they can true. count each other's tears. Or Nonsense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, I, I, I guess your Fitbits will, will just stay there. They may rise again someday. Yeah. Yeah. You Maybe. know, well, the, you know, if your Twitter account, you know, reactivated. Oh, itself. man. That was pretty creepy. I got to Yeah. Admit. Well, just hope the Twitter and the Fitbits aren't talking to each other. Oh, uh, see, now you're just going to give me nightmares. You no, see, just, when you do this, I got an active imagination. Check your settings again. Yes, Make yes, sure the I Fitbits will. can't get in. Yes. Games. Let's talk about games, okay, specifically good. Mac gamers. I know you are a PC gamer, yes. uh, but there are many Mac gamers out there, and they are picking up Steam, as in Steam VR. Nice. Valve, the company behind the Steam gaming service, says uh, the software is finally headed to the Mac platform after years of being PC only. They didn't give a specific time, but this year sometime. Uh, and also Amazon Prime Video will arrive on the Apple TV and the iOS app uh, this summer after years of rumors and teases mm-hmm. about that, so people can finally watch Transparent, I guess, on their, their uh, <laughs> Apple TV. I actually like that a lot. It's going to be like, uh, what do I need the Amazon Fuego for? Yeah. The Fire TV now. Got this other screen now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's one less thing I have to plug in. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a tough It's all about call. the streamlining after a while. Yeah. You run out of ports. you, you yes, got to limit exactly. your boxes. I've, I've already run out of ports. Yeah. I'm running wireless. You know, I don't like running stuff wireless. I know. You, you hate anything that, you know, you yeah. could have lag on your bandwidth. That's right. Yeah. That's absolutely true. You understand. You feel me. I, I feel you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, so, so you've got Amazon Prime Video on your Apple TV to look forward. Excellent. I really am looking forward to that. Uh, Microsoft. We haven't uh, talked about them uh, for a while. Uh, They leaked information, accidentally or otherwise, about upcoming plans for Windows 10 Workstation. This is a new edition of the operating system for power users and apparently a throwback to the Windows 4.0 Workstation systems from, I'm thinking, 20 years ago, two decades. It's been a while. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, and, and obviously a little more firepower now, but the sort of concept of having this power user station. Um, wow. It's aimed for users with big hardware and mighty, mighty computing needs. Uh, like machines with up to four CPUs and a memory limit of six terabytes. Uh, so these are practically like crazy right. computer types. So then you could have a mighty mouse. That's true. Here they come to save the mm-hmm. day. There yes, and then never have pay a heating bill on your house again there because the computer will warm it for you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, and finally. And finally. She is a wonder. The long-awaited film adaptation of DC Comics icon Wonder Woman blew past expectations this weekend, uh, blasting through with a total of $103 million at the U.S. box office opening. That's a big chunk of change. That is huge. And at the global box office, the film grabbed an estimated $122.5 million from 55 markets, including $38 million from China, which gave it a better opening there uh, than Man of Steel, Thor, The Avengers, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. So Wonder Woman uh, ruling them there. Yes, she does. The female-centric action flick directed by Patty Jenkins and starring Gal Gadot as the Amazon princess has gotten better reviews than most of the recent entries into the DC Comics it's film universe. It's supposed to be a darn fine film. I saw it. It is an you excellent did. film. Yes, it's beautiful. You can actually see uh, what's happening because a lot of those Batman and Supermans were just visually yep. like shot very dark. This one just... Glorious, beautiful cinematography. Nice. Adjusted for the kind of moods and, and periods in the film. It's, it's wonderful. Gal Gadot is amazing. She? I had not realized this, but best. she had to go back and do reshoots and was five months pregnant. And what? they had to, yeah, I believe she did the principal uh, before she got pregnant, but then she came back to do reshoots. She was five months along. They had to cut out her uh, the belly of her Wonder Woman costume and put green, green cloth screen. over there. So they green screen out her baby bump. And she made some mark, you know, it looked like I'm carrying Kermit the Frog's baby. <laughs> I mean, she had a sense of humor about it. But That's imagine hilarious. doing an action sequence when you are, wow. yeah, nobody, you know, who is not pregnant can ever, ever complain about doing anything again. Let me tell you, I've said this all along. You guys, women, 
are the better version of human. You guys, you, you, you bring life out of your bodies. How can you not? This is amazing. What about what's her face? The tennis player. Oh, yeah, yeah. She the, was the three Williams, months yeah. pregnant. Williams, yeah. And, and she, she won a grand won a, slam. Yes, I'm telling you. You know, it's, it's, I, I don't understand why guys, guys, wake up. Yeah. Wake up, guys. Yes. You have no right to complain about exactly. anything. Exactly. So, uh, so, yay, Gal Gadot. The uh, film set a new box office record for the opening of a feature film directed by a woman. Wonder Woman earned the 16th largest opening uh, weekend for a comic book adaptation of all time and was also the sixth largest opening of all time in June, as well as, I think, the sixth largest uh, for the superhero genre, if you want to, like, not count sequels and redos and stuff. So I say congratulations, ladies. Golf clap. Rock on. So uh, that is about it for our new segment. Uh, We have just had an arrival into the studio of our own Guru Don D'Onofrio. Guru Don. Who has many things to say about Apple's huge amount of announcements they had at a Worldwide Developers Conference this week. So uh, we'll be right back in a second with Don D'Onofrio. As promised at the top of the show, our own Apple guru, Don D'Onofrio, is back in the studio with us. Apple did their Worldwide Developers Conference massive keynote. Tons of stuff announced. Don, uh, you saw all of these, but as we were talking, it's like maybe we want to focus on some of the more audio-visual kind of things that Apple announced instead of just, oh, yeah, and they updated the MacBook Pro. Yeah, I, I mean, there's plenty of places to go on. There's a video you can watch everything Apple announced in seven minutes, and maybe that's a better way to kind of see all these and probably, I assume your listeners have probably already read yeah, some of these kind summaries. Of news, but I, so. Yeah, I thought we could just talk about a couple of the big things that are interesting about the announcement or that are you know, kind of either trends that we... Uh, yeah, dare we say we paradigm shifts for the company? Yes. So what was your biggest takeaway from the whole slew of announcements? Was, was there one thing that really crystallized in well, your I mind? Think, well, let's start with the HomePod, which is yeah. kind of was the last thing, and uh, the, Tim also made the one last thing. Oh, joke, really? Wait, was, there's more? Than that? He actually yeah. said one... Last thing versus ah, one more thing. Uh-huh, gotcha. so okay. He put his yeah. little touch on it. His yeah. And also, spin. I guess it was number six. So it had been kind of, they said there were going to be six things and it was number six. So it was one last thing. Whereas Steve always, when he did one, I don't, we don't have to go through the whole one more <laughs> thing here. But uh, it would always be like, it's over. Oh, wait, wait, one more wait. thing. So that was not. Hold yeah. on a second. Sit down. Anyway. Yeah. Um, All right. But so the HomePod, HomePod, which is a voice activated speaker. Yes. It's kind of, you know, in the category of the Amazon Echo and the uh, Google Home. This is a device you put somewhere in your house and it's controlled via voice and it has a good speaker on it so you can listen to music or the radio or other audio content and it will also answer questions uh, about the world. How do we feel about the name? I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't even get around. HomePod, you know, just I, really, no. I uh, Well, people really said that about the iPad. When it first came out, yeah. and then yeah, it just there became were all those sanitary products. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's short yeah, enough exactly. where you can kind of say it and not have it go through your brain and think about it. Whereas HomePod is like <laughs> home a bit pod. of a force. Yeah, home so pod. I don't know if it will ever really get to be, but obviously they were trying to think of you know ways to leverage their brand and HomePod. Yeah, I guess is, so. I thought they were there. getting away from Pod though. Yeah, they got they getting away from I. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. They, they came home to Pod. Generally, yeah, anywhere true. there used it's to be an I, there's now Apple. That's Apple this, Apple that. I can't stop thinking but, of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, though. That's yeah, the only problem. The pods. Yeah. yeah. So the speaker, so let me get this straight because I only vaguely watch Maybe announcements because my 
Dave was crazy. If you're listening, Tim. Yeah. yeah. So it's a $350 speaker with a, a radial thing. So it's got all omnidirectional sound. Mm-hmm. Right. Costs more than Amazon's Alexa and the About Google Now. About twice as much. Primarily focused on music. Because well, Amazon's thing seemed to have been created to make it easier for you to order more stuff than Amazon. Right. Google's thing, to me, seemed to be created to compete with that and also gather more data about you so Google could right. sell more advertising. Apple's is to promote their music service I think mostly. It's to promote their music service, and think about this. this made me really think about the kind of arc of Apple and kind of where they're at. And Apple's secret sauce has been: how can we enter a category and make it better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what can we do to improve this? You know, and the, obviously you can look at the huge success of the iPhone and be like, before that, all phones had a keypad and everything else. And yeah, Black Apple. <laughs> Yeah. was willing to rethink that whole thing. Well, you can even go earlier than that. Yeah, the, the, or the actual MP3 player. Yeah, yeah. the iPod, obviously. Yeah. Apple solved several things around there. The UI, mm-hmm. the ease of getting things in and out of it without having to come pull out some chip and copy them in some specific folder directory and everything else. And Apple, what they're saying is different about this is just around the sense of hearing. They're really not saying we're differentiating this in any other way in terms of the whole experience. It's just going to sound better to your ears. It's not taking this and solving it in a way like that Amazon, you could only talk to it and there was no screen, which even Amazon now has a screen, or changing the UI or any other. It's no paradigm shift here, I guess, is mm-hmm. a kind of highfalutin way of saying it. Maybe. Right. It's just that this sounds here. better. and. And granted, this has been a trend with Apple over the last five or seven years. You know, like we have retina displays on the iPhone. We have wide gamut displays on the iMac. We have things that around the senses of sight and sound. And they're spending tons, literally probably millions, probably close to a billion dollars in engineering resources to make these things happen. Nothing is really super new here. You know, other companies have had something where it sends a burst of sound out in the room and kind of hears the echoes and kind of makes it kind of fill in the spatial, but Apple kind of did it in their own way and kind of with their own approach. And it's beautifully physically designed, yeah. and I'm sure the speaker is magnificent. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, those stereo systems probably start at $10,000 whatever, so this is kind of bringing a little bit of that technology to the masses. Yeah. Well, yes Apple and no, though. I mean, I've mentioned this on know. the show before. J.D. and I talked about the fact that when and if they had dropped one of these devices— that they weren't going after necessarily Amazon. It was companies like Sonos yeah. that had to worry about it because yeah, yeah. they're totally in this space. Yeah, well, even at the keynote, Apple specifically said, well, this is cheap if you compare buying a Sonos and uh, an Alexa. Yep, yep, that, yep, that would yep, cost yep, you seven, yep. 800 bucks, and this is, so this is less than half. Right. That's a great deal. Yep. It's interesting that Apple just made such a bet on this, whereas I guess, I mean, personally, I would have been happier if they had, for 350 bucks given me something about the same sound quality as the... Amazon Echo, mm-hmm. but with a screen and some sort of new paradigm shift in how you interact with this thing where you can then be a continuity, hand it back to your phone. So if you start something, you right. start a search on, say, Helen Mirren mm-hmm. on your Echo device and it doesn't have it, you can be like, but you can look on your phone. I put the results over there for you. Like yeah. that is or playing if it could have been Apple's like gesture controlled too with like the motion sensor and you yeah. just like wave in front of it. Right. Yeah. Stuff. You know, and maybe Very they cool. will kind of announce, you know, or, you know, or voice ID where they can take it and say like, now I know that's you, Pedro, and not, you know, your wife or child speaking to it and kind of doing things around that. I also know that your phone's in the room because I see it be a Bluetooth. And, mm-hmm. You know, those are things that I w- wish Apple had put its resources on this versus this. Echo has been pretty popular. Am- Amazon has not released any 
sales numbers, but it seems pretty popular in my circle. I mean, a lot of people I, I got have it. I have three of them know. at home. Yeah. yeah, and they've got the the screen one now, the Echo Show. The, yeah, the, and I got, I got to be honest with you, I have I feel no compelling reason to. Do you to think get this the, so you're a pretty audio sophisticated guy? Do you think the audio quality is good enough for you? I haven't heard it yet, but I no can't. no the Echo the Echo. Yeah, because what I do is uh, with the Echo Dots. Oh, you have the dots uh, everywhere. Yeah, so yeah. I connect yeah. it to a Bluetooth yeah. speaker. So. Yeah. So you boost that them. Satis- I do, and yeah. it satisfies my my audio needs. And yeah. I have the other one, the the actual Echo, right, uh, in the living room. And you know, we just use it for getting weather and scores. And yeah, my the, son, the dots are like fifty radio, bucks a pop okay. or whatever. If that, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it was 60, 60, 60 yeah, bucks. I think fifty, bucks. Not as cheap yeah. as forty if you really yeah. like look around. So. And my son just yells and asks for jokes at Alexa. So, yeah. so, so it's a babysitter too. Yeah. The fun thing is Absolutely. to ask it, what is the earth way or something? Yeah. It talks for like four minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Some crazy number. So, so we'll have to wait to December to see if this is going to be a category changer. I mean, I think yeah. it's interesting because they really just bet on this one thing. And I, I, I guess I look to Apple to kind of maybe swing a little higher mm-hmm. than this. I mean, they, they clearly spent a lot of engineering resources on this. But um, you're not wowed. I'm not wild, which is yeah. unusual. Usually, yeah. you know, me, I'm Pedro. I can tell you, yeah, like, no, oh, I can uh, tell. Does it you know, appear to have any scalability? Like, if you got the basic HomePod, could they eventually do something with software or whatever to make it more than just I a mean, speaker? I mean, those things that, that we're talking about, continuity would just be a software yeah. thing that says, you know, it could say back to you, and I see that there's four iPhones in the room. Uh, is this Don that's talking? You want me to put right. it on your phone? Right, and we right. hand it back over that. That seems possible in a future update, but it was certainly not. Does it have as much potential as the watch does? The watch sort of dropped like that, too, where it was kind of half-baked, in my personal opinion. Right. And the next version is what we were waiting for updates. Do you get the feeling that that's what's going on here? I guess. I don't know. I mean, you know, now, again, the watch to me was like, you know, this is a watch I wanted since I was a kid. Right, right, you know, right. The right. color screen yeah. and the ability yeah, to display yeah, photos. Absolutely. The whole and, Dick Tracy vibe, yeah. And it certainly doesn't have that same wow factor that the watch had. And I also think that the, um, you know, the watch still is a lot more useful with notifications and the fitness and kind of being able to do things that well, Plus that it's always only... with you too. I mean, I can't imagine you lugging the HomePod around. Well, but just in will. terms of like a breakthrough product <laughs> yeah. that kind of is yeah. different, you know, it's... Uh, They'll use it as a boombox. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's... So that All was well, interesting. HomePod. Well, I have an important question and we should have started with this. Are you getting a new yes, iPad? Yes, I did purchase. Yes, I yes the you had been waiting for the trigger. I did pull the trigger on. <laughs> did you get the 10.5? I bought the 10.5 inch. I got it with the uh, half a terabyte of storage, which is the top end one. I was talking about it with my wife last night, and I was I really figured like, I have the 128 now, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get the 256. That's yeah. I didn't, I haven't even filled the 128. And then my wife said, Well, isn't there a checkbox that says you can keep the originals, all your photos on the i or on the iPad, so you can just have them there anytime you want to do anything. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I could check that box and then never be on the train or be like whatever and like waiting for that stupid yes, thing to come down. Yes, you see? Yeah. So I'm buying the huge one for that reason alone, and I hope it works. So cellular and the pencil that. too? I did buy the pencil. I bought the keypad, and I bought the uh, – so, yeah, it was, it was about over $1,000. What, $1, what he's uh, not saying is he sold a kidney. Yes. Too. That's <laughs> what he <laughs> did. But well, he got I've been, the I've been, best I've been, iPad. I, I feel like – You squirreled I, away? Well, I scrolled away for it, and I also I've resisted <laughs> buying other things. So I feel like I've earned that you credit. Earned you know, yes, in, in very the, good. Uh, very good. And and it was nice. The wife was supportive, and even encouraged the yeah. larger. Yeah. Uh, That's because um, of the kids, dude. It's because yeah. of the kids. I'm happy that it finally kind of came out, and I'm also happy it's shipping this month. I, I really thought even if I did, it would announce and come out, but it's generally available pretty quick. And you All can right. order it that day. Purely selfish reasons. Are they coming? Have did they make an announcement? Come on, I got to buy one. I'm dying here. 
New he, IMAX. He's been dying they for came out with iMac for you. Yes. It's the iMac Pro. Nice. It's going to be $5,000 <laughs> starting this price. Uh, it comes in a lovely shade of well, dark hold on a space gray. Cue the set trombone. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. It's the price of a used Honda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, that's actually not also coming until December. And it's interesting to see whether that's, you know, what's out there. I mean, we talked a little bit of last time I was on about the Mac Pro announcement of how Apple's kind of left this segment of mm-hmm. uh, things. And what appeared to happen was Apple was planning on coming out with this Pro iMac line realized, I guess, that it was not going to make everybody happy, maybe from the backlash around the Mac Pro announcement uh, in the fall of last year. And so they, before that even came out, they got ahead of the bad reaction they thought it was going to have. And they said, we are going to go back to the drawing board with the standalone Mac Pro and come up with something for that. So now... Oh, so they set it up that way. Well, I don't think they did it on purpose, but they at least were smart enough to get... I think they planned this like two years ago. That's but I think that two years ago, they planned on being like, let's get rid of the Mac Pro altogether and we'll come out with this iMac Pro and that'll solve everyone's needs. Well, And then this year, they realized they didn't have enough. I got to tell you, though, good thing I, I went on the offensive and I just threw 16 gigs of RAM into my early... 2008 Mac Pro, right. and I jammed a couple of terabytes worth of hard drives because I can't spend $5,000 yeah. yeah. on an iMac so Pro. So you, you have a tower. You have the cheese yeah. grater, they yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, cheese grater, yeah. yeah and you put I love SSDs it. in there, and yeah. you're probably happy as a clam. I just put a, I just put a USB 3 card in there yeah. with, the, with the eSATA, so yeah. I'm good. Yeah, this Jack is why people love those machines mm-hmm. and why yep, they love that architecture and why they want you know Apple to come up with something that's that's better than that. So it's uh, But they did also come out with, besides the $5,000 iMac Pro, they did come out with new iMacs that have a little bit better screen, a little bit brighter screen. So you're more uh, standard do, uh, refresh on the hardware. Yeah, yeah budget kind of iMacs. A, yeah, the budget <laughs> iMacs. So they, those are also could be good for you too. There you go. You okay, fair enough. Them to see what they have. Nice. Uh, yeah, so a lot there. of this, a few things coming out in December. Are these basically sort of placeholders for the gift giving crowd? Like this is coming in December, just to let you know. So when you're planning, you know, it's uh, well, uh, not advance. the not the Mac Pro, but cer- certainly the HomePod yeah. is a little bit of you know. Oh, that's or, a stocking stuff or no question. You know, they, 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 yeah. they clearly leaked this, you know, I don't know if on purpose, but they, I think that it was enough that when Am- the, uh, they maybe knew Amazon was going to be coming out with their screen-based thing. And yeah. so they did what's it called, uh, FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. They didn't want to, you know, so I certainly waited on buying an Am- Echo Look, I guess it's called. What's right, the, the show, one that, I believe. Yeah, the Echo show. show. Right, the Echo show. show is the one that has a screen and the look is yeah, the one that's gonna, takes your picture. It's going to help you dress in the morning. I Come on. Well, well, seriously, which one's which? Uh, I, God, I'm pretty sure the show's the screen. I think the show's the screen. Up. The look is the, the, the one that helps you dress in the morning. But don't I look at that one? I, I would imagine. Yeah, because the look's the camera one, It's like you're going to make me do math now. Actually, I really, I really, I'm not even joking. You know what? Let's fire up our iDevices. Yes, because we have them here. And while he's doing that, because uh, there was so much, and, and you know, we've been rambling on even just about a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the AR and the VR. Was yeah, sort so of this a, I thought was also interesting them. that Apple, you know, kind of finally now coming to this party. You know, obviously this is a hot area in computing, and Apple's brought some actual technology to the table now. Um, probably the coolest thing, at least the coolest demo they made, is something uh, that showed AR Kit, where you can basically point your phone at a, the demo they show was pointed at a table and then it can make, uh, in the example they showed, a hot steaming cup of tea sit there on the table and look like it's just there. It's just an overlay kind of floating around. Yeah, floating around. And what it's actually technically using behind the scene is the compass to kind of locate that so that it kind of stays in one relative place to where you're standing. But compass data is kind of naturally very jittery, whereas this actually looks at the scene and says, oh, I see what looks to be a table or I see what looks to be a wall. 
and not only does it do all that, it actually kind of figures out the scale of what you might be looking at, and that's how the teacup was able to kind of appear there in scale that. So that was certainly interesting. And then on the other end, on the iMac end, they kind of came out with, again, the more powerful iMacs that can kind of help with producing AR and VR content. Yeah, which take a lot of processing power. Yeah, huge amount of data. And then they also came out with uh, at least specifications and a kind of prototype box you can buy that lets you kind of plug something in that that, then lets you put graphics cards in to kind of do this AR and VR stuff. It's an external breakout box, I guess you'd call it. A dongle? A dongle? Well, it's a huge dongle for a graphics card. It's basically a graphics card. So so they're not doing their own hardware like the Microsoft HoloLens or what Google was doing with the Daydream system. Is Apple keeping up with Samsung and Microsoft and Google on the VR? It certainly puts a big shoe waiting to drop in the fall. Will Apple either solve this the way that Google did where they basically said they made a phone and a headset that's specifically made for dropping the phone into and then you could do all that. But what they showed here I think was just – I'm not even sure what goggle set they were using, but they did show – some kind of black, generic-looking VR goggles that were out there. So it certainly seems that maybe Apple, and they've done this before, where they kind of announce something at WWDC to kind of get the developers on board with it, and then yeah. they have their own thing kind of coming out in the fall. Yeah, because it well, gets to be a uh, chicken and an egg thing, right? They have yeah. to have stuff to work with yeah, their like hardware kind of, to get the developers going. Yeah, we sense there might be multiple-sized phones coming out because at the WWDC the year before, mm-hmm. they were like, hey, write your apps in a way where they can scale to different size screens. Yeah. So that was kind of a little bit of a tell. So this might be a little bit of a tell that there's something coming in the yeah. uh, you know, uh, VR headset world from Apple or the phone will just drop into you know, their headset. Speaking of apps, all it's all 64-bit from here on out, right? Yes. The new iOS version, version 11, will not support 32-bit apps anymore. And you oh, can man. tell that already if you launch any. If you want to launch every app on your phone, you'll notice that some of them complain that this is going to be obsolete mm-hmm. or something. Soon. Yeah, there's um, easing you into it. Yeah. This just in. The Amazon Echo Show is the video. The, the screen the is one showing that The screen you, is showing you. You yeah. can do, you know, yeah. you can, you know. So it's from Amazon's point of view. Exactly. Yes. The Echo Look. Again, Amazon's looking at you. Right. And it's the standalone camera and style assistant. Right. Style assistant. Yeah. You can take selfies with this thing, apparently. So I don't know why they couldn't just stand in front of a mirror. You need a camera. But that, that, you know, that again, the theme of the show, that's just me. Yeah. That's just me. No, just saying. Just saying. It's out there. Again, this is at least they're trying something. They are. You know, give give them credit for. Got to give them props for Mm -hmm. trying. So many things to ponder. Yeah. So Okay, so Don, so we talked about three major things that came out of uh, the WWDC. Uh, was there anything else that got your attention? The only thing that I'll just mention is that, uh, you know, as someone who just bought a new iPad, Apple's really seems like they got more serious about making the iPad be a productivity device. They really? showed, you know, a true split screen thing where you kind of interact between them. You can drag and drop between them. You can tap on there. You know, multiple taps to kind of be able to select more than one object and kind of drag things around and kind of just, you know, uh, made a dock that kind of is more sensible for being able to do things and kind of do more than one thing at a time on. There's like a new files um, app or something too. The files right? app lets you interact with a kind of file system. So these are all things that were definitely made it, you know, harder to work on an iPad if you were, say, writing a blog article or something. Yeah. You want to kind of sit there and. Can we um, uh, interpret this move as Apple saying, step off Surface Pro? <sighs> You know, again, I, Apple, none, none of these these things were planned 18 months ago. Yeah, so they mm. on some whiteboard in Cupertino and they say you know, this is it where it's naturally going to evolve. And whatever Microsoft is going to do, Microsoft's going to yeah, do. And yeah, so I don't they want to have 3D paint, whatever. You know, uh, 
I think Apple's, you know, been wanting to improve this, and these things just take an enormous amount of time. And yeah. Apple, again— Well, just how long it you know, took us to get copy and paste on yeah, iOS. I yeah. mean, that was, what, like version yeah. iOS 4.3 or something? And or? they do tend to build things with, like, a really super solid foundation. Like, I mean, the one thing that will probably make the HomePod a success is that they've been building Siri in, whatever, 32 languages now or whatever. Amazon only does it in English. So even if the HomePod is not a huge success— in the U.S., it's probably going to sell to at least rich people <laughs> around the world uh, pretty well for people that speak, you know, uh, don't speak English. At this know, very so. moment, there are engineers in Amazon yes, <laughs> recording. Yeah. Yeah, trying yeah. to, but it's, yeah. but it's a hard problem to solve. I mean, yeah, it is. Uh, right. You know, uh, so Apple's been laying that groundwork, so it'll give them a little bit of a leg up on this. Um, but yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see whether or not that one sound difference uh, is yeah. enough to differentiate. All right, will you come back? I'm happy to come back in. Please. Thank yes. You. Uh, uh, perhaps when some of this stuff becomes real. And, and there's definitely going to be a fall announcement for whatever iPhone thing's happening. Yeah. Uh, right, and there so. will be betas of all these things. I probably will put right, uh, so. maybe in a, in a release cycle or two, I'll probably will put the beta of iOS 11 on said new iPad. Awesome. All right. And we can Very talk nice. about that. And so so we'll, like. we'll have another show, you know, can Don break iOS 11 beta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a contest. Thank you, Don. Thank you for having me. We got to go, though. We do, though, and we have to thank the bros. We have to thank the bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they will build it. Yes, and thank you, listeners. We've had a very extensive conversation today about Apple, but we did talk about other stuff. Yes, we did. Uh, For those of you who were intrigued by the Apple stuff, I will have some links on the show page to Apple's own announcements and then some of the uh, other commentary around the web for the things we talked about, just so you can uh, be prepared. You can find that on our show page at poptechjam.com. So thanks again, everyone. We'll be back next week with more uh, tech, more pop, and yes. more jam. Yes, we will. And I think I got that backwards, but anyway. It's close enough for rock and You're roll. You're feeling, feeling a little, you know, yeah, mixing right. it up here. Yeah, mixing it's it. a remix. All right, so everyone have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next week. We'll